0: Hey everyone, it's me, it's it's me again, Danny, and, and welcome to to the Fifth Eyes of Eyes of awesome podcast. Start, starting starting right now. We have we have an awesome guest that 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 you all like. His name is Angelo Spinazzi, and he's a really awesome and great man.
1: Yeah, and we actually decided to give Kyle a microphone today.
0: And, and 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 the awesome boss himself, Colin Northrop.
2: Yeah.
3: <laughs> Thanks for having me, guys. This is awesome to be here. Yay!
1: Well, what did we talk about first? We've had an eventful month. Month. The words are hard sometimes, and if we have had an eventful. Month.
0: Month. <laughs> sorry. Um.
1: <laughs> we're trying to give Danny the signal to mute his microphone because apparently we're boring. Dan keeps yawning. Yeah. I don't
0: know why. I, I don't know why he keeps yawning. Nah, it's I'm okay.
1: Oh, Dan, you're good. You need to get a monster. Do I need to get you a monster?
4: No, you don't have to.
2: <laughs> he secretly wants one. <laughs>
4: Oh. Calling in reinforcements. Oh, there
2: you go. Oh, there nice. you go. Thank you. All right, everybody out there. Just be don't careful. Do around
1: this the equipment. at home. This is not those things are unhealthy.
2: <laughs>
1: <laughs> no thanks. thanks.
3: I think Monster will be cool with us talking about them on the pod.
1: Oh my gosh, do you care. think they'll sponsor us? <laughs> yeah. I was gonna say, sponsor us. No, they're gonna sue us. They sponsor me. Oh, oh
2: sweet! <laughs> <That's> <laughs> we're good.
1: <awesome.
2: laughs> All right. Well, there we go. Um or, well why what don't we say, start off enough... like introducing angelo oh, or yeah. having him introduce himself putting you on the spot yeah there.
3: yeah no uh this
2: is angelo He's a am angelo
3: as dan uh, already mentioned <laughs> <laughs> um engaged to the lovely host marissa napoli here so yeah. and uh soon to be brothers-in-law here with dan and of course i've met sarah over the past uh year or so yeah uh it's been it really just awesome
1: kyle
3: yeah just met kyle today so appreciate you guys having me happy to talk uh Whatever it is that we cover here, but I'm guessing it's gonna be. It's <laughs> I going don't to, think we know. Yeah, uh, just, just kind of Gonna be a little bit of superhero talk. I'm guessing, right, Dan?
0: Yeah, pretty much. Okay, pretty much. Yeah. So DC or Marvel? Let's go right into it. Um. So basically, yeah. Um. What um. What I love about DC and Marvel is just they're like different. It's like different. it's, like, it's, like, it's, not, it's, not, every, it's not. It's not like it's not like it's not like everything you've always seen in reality they do they do they do the heavy lifting they do all the hard work they do all the research mm. and yeah it's 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 all just very awesome like for example like Superman he he'll go out of his way to help people yeah Batman will go out of out of his way to um to protect people from harm
1: mm-hmm. and break the law probably Won't yeah pretty
0: that. much yeah pretty Pre- much pretty much and is
1: he considered an anti-hero?
0: Something like that. What do
4: you think, Kyle? Who are we talking about?
1: Batman. Batman. No, Batman's
4: not an antihero.
1: What would he be?
4: Batman's a superhero.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah? But Even he's just he a rich
4: guy up? with stuff.
1: Ah. Very much. He, he
4: technically would qualify, I guess, in the law as a vigilante. Exactly. exactly. But exactly. he is Learning not. a lot
1: of he I know. Is I always
4: not something an antihero. An antihero is a bad guy who does a good thing. Exactly. Harley so Quinn. Harley Quinn yeah. is an antihero. Punisher is an antihero. I love the punisher. Um I'm trying to you think do? Red Hood would be considered an antihero. Exactly. So Red uh, Hood, like Robin Hood? But like No, Red Hood is Red. one of the one <laughs> of the Robins from Batman yeah, after f- they quit being Robin. The, they become the Red Hood. Gasp. The the second Robin. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's right
0: because the first one. Tim
2: so Danny, who'd who would you say uh Angelo reminds you of? What superhero would Angelo remind you of?
0: Or just well, like I said in the first podcast, he's kind of a mixture of everything. Yeah, because it's it's hard for me to choose. Like it's hard. For, it's like for example, like it's really hard for me to choose because it's almost like choosing. Like it's just it's just hard. Like for, for, for both me and from Angel and my sister, I would consider them more like.
2: They've got a lot of good.
0: Yeah, I I would consider them like some type of superpower. Like like the the, the like what does what like they absorb other other superheroes' powers.
2: So you, you guys are kinda like Ooh. your own superpower? I think like their own So
0: like Rogue from the X Men? No where more she takes like other people's powers? No no in, 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 <laughs> no like absorb other people's powers. Like Maniacal just, just just take just just, just, <laughs> just take this just just, just just have every, every single
4: power that's like ranging from Superman. So like Brainiac from Flash. Not Brainiac. Or not Brainiac. Who was the guy in Flash? The Thinker. The Thinker.
0: Not the thinkers it's, it's hard to explain it's hard, just hard to like
2: they would be Danny, like the you know all the super- all the people who take name.
4: other people's powers are villains right yeah I know <laughs> I'm
1: imagining like the, the monsters in space Monster jam Supergirl. like
3: touching the basketball and we just suck up everyone's talent
0: <laughs> that's awesome that's really awesome yeah it's just moody too it's just it's, it it's just it's, just, it's, 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 it's just hard to place him as one suit super- once it's hard to place place my sister and Angel as the one specific superhero because it's almost it's like it's almost like I think. Or I had What about Nick Fury and Maria Hill from Shield?
3: <gasps>
2: hey, that's sweet.
0: Do I have to lose my eye? No. Okay. Wait.
2: Good. <laughs> who, who are they, Dan?
0: So basically, in, in, in the MCU, Nick Fury is the head of of, of, of an international peacekeeping if You know, still, and He recruits all of these heroes and villains.
1: That's my babe.
0: No, not villains. They recruit mainly heroes. Uh huh. From from all all all, all corners of the Marvel universe.
1: Am I? And then who am I? Maria
0: like, Hill is like basically like an agent.
1: Is she the really cool one who? In the first Avengers, there's like a brief moment where she checks out Captain America. <laughs> I won't do that,
4: babe. She's Robin Scherbatsky from How I Met Your Mother.
1: Yeah, yeah, her. Yeah. That's who that. That's who I'm thinking of.
4: Yeah, from How I Met Your
0: I Mother. I always thought yeah.
1: that that brief moment in that movie was foreshadowing because you know the English teacher in me looks for all the foreshadowing, mm. and I thought that was foreshadowing that they were gonna get together. But we know that doesn't happen.
2: We had kind of Dan thinking <laughs> and about what together.
1: So.
3: Oh yeah, yeah. Appreciate that uh, comparison. I like bringing I got people you. together. So
1: plus,
0: plus, Nick Fury is a hard worker too. Like he's, um, I mean, I, I, but, 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 but as as of late, he has he hasn't been seen in the MCU. But he would be he will be in upcoming upcoming TV show TV show called Secret Invasion.
1: Ooh, that's cool.
0: Which sounds really awesome.
1: You know what? Um, also, you know how Nick Fury lost his eye. He got scratched by a supersonic cat thing. A flurkin, And I feel like that would happen to you. It's I feel like just something would be like, no, and it'd scratch you. A flurkin
4: is a cat mixed with Cthulhu. Pff- Basically. <laughs>
1: you say that like I know <laughs> what it means. I know. So, <laughs> we're all you know, like,
4: ah. it's got tentacles yeah. that come out of its mouth and it scratches him. It's actually like the fifth highest threat highest threat level in the Marvel universe. Yeah, I saw that. And part you endure awesome.
1: that pain and you I'd look good
4: with an eye patch. <laughs> <laughs> That's
1: awesome. that got Danny much.
0: Yeah. So but anyway, um what I like but what I like about, about Supia is general you know, like for example like let's take we can always take Spi- we can always take we 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 we, 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 we can always get branch out to my comfort zone is that like for example like Spider Man he 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 he's almost like a like a teenager. Superhero, almost a young superhero because he, he, he gets where he gets where 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 his age group comes from. Who is that? Spider Man.
1: Oh, I like Spider Man. I like Tom Holland's. Actually, I like all the Spider Mans, but I don't know. I feel like he's
2: really funny in that one.
0: Okay. Actually, if I, I know a game we should play. Who in the fight, Batman's villains or Spider Man's villains?
2: Oh, mm-hmm. I'm gonna go with Batman's. Yeah.
3: Spider Man's.
0: Ooh. I like spy- I like Batman's villains because What's the Joker gonna do to Venom? Yeah. You know? Yeah. No, no, <laughs> so No, it's, so, no Bat- Batman's villains are so much better because they're, they're much more darker and and they all basically all have each individual disability.
4: You didn't ask who was cooler, Dan, you asked who would win in a fight. Yeah. Batman's villains are cooler. Spider Man's villains would kick their tail. No, they wouldn't. You uh, wanna know why? I know. Why? I said Spider-Man gets Sandman. You know how you beat Sandman? Water? No, cuz he just turns into sand. <laughs> like that's his ability is that he can form that's he it. is made of sand so he can form into anything.
0: What about Clayface?
4: Yeah. You know you... how Spider-Man beat Sandman? How? He trapped him in a bottle. <laughs> <laughs> like that's it. Like the thing about Spider-Man's villains is that they're much more villainous. Yeah. Because they're all trying to actively kill people. Yeah. Batman's villains are just after power. It's a yeah. different thing. So Batman's villains are cooler. Because Joker, Riddler, you know, Catwoman, they're all cooler. Yeah. But Spider-Man's villains are actually bad dudes. No,
0: yeah, that's also very true. That's also very true. Like this episode, I guess, tee-hee. But
4: Batman's villains are a lot more darker, too. I, again, you, that's not the question you asked. You asked yeah. who would win in a fight. Yeah. Not who's cooler.
0: Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but I, I, I can see Batman's villains winning because... <laughs> because batman's villains they're just sort of darker they're a lot they're just dudes, they all have their own twisted vendetta against yeah, I feel batman. Like yeah, twisted. Batman it's almost I'm like watching it's almost like watching watching they're like They're
1: predictable.
0: Yeah, exactly. And it's almost like watching like an an actual horror story coming coming light yeah,
4: So, here's I the other here's the other thing you got to think about, right? Yeah. Batman's villains often work together. Spider-Man's villains almost never do. But, so, but besides the the sinister six, right? That's about it. The superior foes and the sinister sticks. Those are them. Yeah. So when you talk when you talk about whose villains would win in a fight, are all of Spider Man's villains coming together at one time? Because now you get Lizard and Rhino and Kraven and Vin- Venom and Carnage and all of these big movies that are gonna, all these big characters that are going to get their own movies. Yeah. There's never going to be a Riddler movie. I thought there was. No, there's a Joker movie. Oh, that's true. I thought Jim Carrey was the Riddler. Yeah, but that was in a Batman movie.
3: Ah, yeah, know. that's true. No, you're right. Mm-hmm.
1: Well, hey, we've met our own like fair share of superheroes this month. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And we've talked about the villains, too. <laughs> Maybe not the villains, but like symbolically, we've talked about challenges. And challenges that our heroes, the heroes we've talked to this month, have faced. So let's kind of recap a little bit. And also, yeah.
0: And also, with more of the, and that's not, and yeah, yeah. We'll, we'll, you
1: can, yeah, you can <laughs> finish yeah, your thought. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, add in another. You want to add something else in about the superheroes?
0: Yeah, and also, and also, I just love. I, I'm me personally, I'm a big DC fan. Yeah. Cause and also, and also, with DC's movies like for example, the Dark Knight trilogy,
1: mm-hmm.
0: that trilogy was like a cinematic masterpiece altogether.
1: Yeah, you think so?
0: It really was.
4: But here's the question, Dan. Yeah. Why does that make the villains win in a fight? Again, if you're saying what's cooler, right? Yeah. Batman's villains are way cooler, but they wouldn't win in a fight.
1: According to you, I say I, I, whatever Danny said. But on. you see what I'm saying?
4: If yeah. you had asked which is cooler, then it's always Batman.
0: Yeah. And yeah, Superman, that's yeah. like right. Bat
4: Wonder Woman. DC's villains are way cooler than Marvel's villains, but Marvel's villains are a lot stronger.
0: yeah exactly all right
2: (laughs) on the same page now so
4: let's talk about some of the actual superheroes we've actually talked to this month exactly like
1: like tom island we talked to tom we talked to kelly we talked to dina we had mom on the show we've got angelo here we've had kyle here but but not talking as much just working on the computers and things um yeah, we've had kind of an eventful month and this has been a long time coming. It feels really good to get these things started. Uh, we've um, and we for everybody out there listening, we talked about this a little bit, touched on it in the first episode, but we've for years been wanting to do something. And we talked about in Kelly Elton's episode, we started with the seminars. So we would have these a bunch of people just come over, hang out in our home Uh, in our living room, uh, sometimes it would spill over into the front room in the kitchen and we would just all talk about, or well, we would, they would ask questions and Kelly Elton would be there talking about autism and specifically Danny's autism. Yeah. And so this is, yeah, Danny really liked
2: those seminars, didn't you Dan?
0: Yeah, they did. They were really helpful.
2: Yeah. How were they helpful, Dan?
0: They were helpful because it was it, it was like getting everyone together together like one simple room.
2: Yeah, and
1: you like being able to see people
0: exactly in space space.
1: so that's one of the challenges that we're also facing with the podcast is that it's hard to see who we can't really see who's listening right pretty much yeah but we can so we have to just trust that there are people out there listening because they do tell us that they've been listening and that's good exactly
0: exactly so
1: but this is also nice in that people can listen on their own time and so that's that's i guess one of the things that we're facing this month and that we're learning with these. And we talked about that with Kelly, but it started off with those seminars. And that was like our first big thing that we really did to maybe not the first big thing that we did to advocate for you and for people with autism. But from there, we just kept thirsting for more. And we've had ideas for years and we've never really landed on something. And it's just really awesome that now here we are. Yeah. After a full month of releasing interviews and podcasts, and we can look back and say that we've learned a few things.
0: Right. And
1: so we've, let's see. So what are some of the things that, let's recap a bit. What are some of the things that we've
2: learned from Tom? What well, we learned about is Come to Life book, right, Dan? That yeah. He wrote the Come to Life book.
0: The Come to Life book was really awesome. Yeah, yeah. why is that? Because it, it also matches superheroes as well as other things other 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 things as well. Yeah. Like learning how to drive your own car, learning to do this, oh, learning that's to a do new that.
2: Job, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. That's
0: right. It's been awesome. It's been really awesome.
2: Mm-hmm. There was like a page, it was like about superheroes. Dan and I went over it this summer and it was like it said like if the superhero was driving this car, you know, it kind of listed like why would they drive that car, like what strengths would they need to drive that car.
0: Mm-hmm. Right.
1: Yeah. And I something else from the episode with Tom that I think really resonated with me was when he was talking about friendships and how he thought that if he made a friend, it was going to be his lifelong friend. Like they were going to be friends forever. And he realized that that's not always the case, but he he came to terms with that and grew from that and then met new people, you know, and and that's something that I think can be really hard to hear. Um, but that's one of the things I took away from that. And also when he talked about uh, the girl that he called a few times and how he wasn't he hadn't read the signs that she wasn't interested. And now he knows, you know, because she said something to his sister. And thank goodness, as opposed to just jumping to the police, like Tom said, Um, in the podcast and summarized if you're not sure what I'm talking about people go listen to the podcast and you'll hear the whole story right yeah Um, yeah so we talked to Tom anything else about like there were there were a ton of things that we talked about yeah I
3: think the biggest thing that uh, came through to me with Tom were three things really one you're hearing directly from someone with autism Mm -hmm. and he can tell kind of first person accounts of things that he went through but a lot of people with autism face just like the friendships that you mentioned and the texting back and forth or calling mm-hmm. back and forth. And I think he puts it in very relatable terms. He's obviously an eloquent dude. Um,
1: eloquent dude. I like that <laughs> description. <laughs> mm-hmm.
3: Yeah. And I guess those are kind of the first two points, you know, it's coming from him and he gave real good concrete examples that a lot of people face.
1: Mm-hmm. Um, I
2: liked that. I liked the examples. Yeah. That he would give.
1: Yeah. He
2: made, it con- he made like episode. a, he did like a tennis example too. Yeah. What was in that? Uh, of- like,
3: I think it was if you are texting or calling with someone and they don't hit the ball back, metaphorically speaking, then the game's over and you can't keep
2: sending it their way,
3: right? Because Mm -hmm. there's nothing back or to fire back at you.
1: And what other things were you going to say?
3: I think I had three points and now I'm forgetting the third one. Um, (laughs) I think, oh, sorry. The third one was, uh, you know, he has reached, obviously, incredible heights with his business and his uh, speaking, you know, not only to the United Nations, but on shows like this. Um, and I think it's uh, just an inspirational
4: thing for folks with and without autism to yeah. see. Yeah, right. So as as someone who has employed people with autism, i.e., Danny, and you know will in the future employ more people with autism. Like he gave me some stuff that I need to think about as an employer. That I.
1: Oh well, yeah, we like, talked about that. We were a bit sitting after there the and he
4: was talking about it, and I got triggered because. The worst thing I could do would be to have done that to Danny. Yeah. And can you explain what it was? So he talked about how he was working in a video rental store and all they had him doing was restocking the shelves Mm -hmm. and they, that the, uh, the manager or whatever had said that he believed that the people from this program, all they could do is restock the shelves. And it got me a little triggered because some of the times that's what I would have Danny do now. I gave Danny a lot of freedom to restock the shelves where he got to pick what books went out and stuff like that. Yeah. But it took me a long time to figure out Danny's superpower Mm. as it relates to what we were doing in the comic book store. And Danny was always really good at finding five or six books that went together and being like, hey, these all go together. Why don't we put them all together? Okay. Do it. Danny was really good at drawing the connections between the characters and that kind of stuff. Dude, sweet. Mm-hmm. And it took me a long time to figure Thank out that you. that's Danny's superpower mm-hmm. when it comes to that kind of stuff. So uh, that was that was one of the big things with me is as an employer to think about the way you use a person's skills, even if you don't fully understand those skills. Mm. Um, and then even as a person without autism, like as a re- relatively neurotypical person, the whole ping pong analogy or the tennis analogy yeah. – that's something we can all do. <laughs>
1: yeah, right. Seriously. That's one of
4: those that it just doesn't have to be people you know who when, don't read yeah. you know who have social uh, you know problems with social cues. Sometimes it's everybody. Don't text somebody thirty times. It's not a good yeah. idea. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> that's true. And I'm bad at that. Like I will text people a bunch uh, because I have a bunch of different thoughts I need to convey to them. And it's like, no, just wait for them to come back to yeah, you. Yeah, wait then for them to
1: respond before right. sending a new idea. Sorry, Angela. <laughs> whenever i have an idea i text it to him and then like sometimes it just ends up being like a bunch in a row because that's how my
2: <laughs> you love me I yeah. You love- <laughs> oh yeah so- sometimes i get nervous that i'm gonna forget the idea so i just like them yeah, him. yeah mm-hmm. be like oh my god they're like
4: uh that's for real that yeah. one yeah that's it it's if i don't tell them now i'm gonna forget yeah
2: i'm gonna forget i know
4: i'm gonna right. and i'm terrible at making notes about stuff mm-hmm. like all my notes are in my brain and my brain does noise work. So, yeah. you know, it's one of
1: those.
2: So it's like if you don't get it
1: out now. Yeah. Right. And that's something that Dan and I, we've talked about before, where sometimes it's just, um, we do things out of convenience, but is that really benefiting the other person? Right. We have to think about that every time. And that could be hard to... Come to terms with because something might be easy for us sending our ideas to someone over and over again or not over and over again but all of our ideas but that could be overwhelming to the other person yeah so right. just being aware of that the
4: the other thing I learned from Tom that you know and it was kind of revel, uh, not really revelatory because I never really thought about it but it was this is a guy who found himself in a situation where his vocation mm while he may have been extremely good at it wasn't mm-hmm. suiting him mm-hmm. anymore and he decided no i'm going to do this other thing because this is this is what my i don't know my my sk- my actual skill set is or this is what matters to me and went out and created a business created a a whole like livelihood for himself based on this idea of i don't want to be an accountant anymore yeah and that was, that was something because I never think about, I know why I start businesses. I don't know why other people do. And sometimes it's that necessity of, if I keep doing this for the rest of my life, I'm going, you know, and Tom was talking about how, if he kept doing what he was doing, he wouldn't be in the places where he's been now. Mm-hmm. And what does that decision mean versus not making that decision? And so that was that was hugely influential for me in in that sense that this is a person who recognized that what he was doing was a hindrance, mm. and then worked through the steps to change it. He read a bunch of books, he did a whole bunch of things, and now he's a yeah, certified human yeah. certified human potential coach. Yeah, I don't even know what that is, but yeah, it sounds we to, awesome. We
1: put it in one of the the lessons that we. From our website. Uh, from our website with his episode, we put at the beginning terms to know before listening. And that was one of them. Um, and it talks about that. Like he went through a, a program that taught him how to help others um, see the see the value in life and see what they were capable of.
2: And doesn't and his mom have a program, too? Or yeah.
1: Yeah, yeah. yeah. Be safe. The movie. Be
2: safe. The movie. Yeah. yeah.
1: Yeah, we learned a lot from Tom, yeah. that's for sure. And then we continued to learn a lot from Kelly Elton, who has been our personal superhero for the past uh, few years, ever since we've we've known her. She's really put things into perspective for our family and explained exactly. um, some of the ways in which you communicate. Um, and I think Dan has helped you understand the ways in which you communicate too. Would you say that's true?
0: Yeah, that's true. Yeah, how so? Um, because she has, because it's part of her job, pretty much. Yeah, she she has she has detailed explanations, pretty much too. Yeah, very detailed.
1: Mm-hmm. She was able to back things up with with evidence and use terminolo- some terminology that I didn't know before, and like talking. What did, I think the biggest thing I got, well, actually, I, I I've all I always learned so much from her, but one of the things that really sticks out to me is when she talked about behaviors versus communicators and that was kind of I that was eye-opening for me because I never really thought about the word behaviors and she was right in that it does has have kind of a negative connotation to it where it may be true and like that is how someone is behaving but it's really how some it's it's really more how they are communicating right because it's the way in which we communicate with each other and that to me added to my understanding of Danny and my understanding of others with autism and empathy and remembering okay this is just a different way in which this person is communicating how do i effectively communicate back right and that Just just that switch in terminology really opened my eyes. Um um, was just like a whole whole new door that I didn't know needed to be opened for me. I really liked that. Mm -hmm. I,
4: I still have my notes from the original seminar. Yeah, at the house, and I have to apologize to Angela. We met that night. Oh, that's right. But yeah. I have a terrible <laughs> memory for people and things.
3: So <laughs> when I yeah when I walked in the studio, uh, I, he was I think Marissa said, Hey, have you met Kyle? I was like, Yeah, how's it going, man? And he's like, Nope, what's up? Like, no much
2: <laughs> So
4: yeah,
3: I, no, dude, no worries. I do that all the time.
4: <laughs> I have a terrible mem- memory for people, places, and things. If it's a noun, I'm out.
2: Well, hey, it um, came back to you, so yeah, yes,
4: it's all good.
1: Yes. Um, but <laughs> I honestly no, it's good because I honestly forgot that happened, too. Yeah, yeah.
4: I, yeah. But I still have those notes, and I still have the notes I made in my phone about Dan mm-hmm. and how what she was saying could—how I could actively approach doing some of those things. And then to hear her talk now about some of the things that have even changed in two years and terminology changes and mm-hmm. understanding changes— you know, I've been, I've been dealing and dealing is the wrong word. I've autism has been a part of my life since I was in the fifth grade. Yeah.
1: Mm-hmm. Uh, when you I want to speak to that. Cause I like that story. That you well, shared. I,
4: I'll Just share that. You. I'll share that another time. Yeah,
1: uh, But mm-hmm. I met, we want to actually interview you
4: yeah, too. The first person I ever knew with autism, I met when I was in the fifth grade and they were in kindergarten.
3: Mm-hmm.
4: Um, and so, and then I have family members with autism and I've, I've, it's been a part of my life for a really long time. And to know that what's right for one person isn't right for another, isn't right for another, is one thing. But to understand kind of the way Danny thought helped me better communicate and work with Danny. Uh, and so I kept those. I, I still have those notes. And then being able to take those same things that she taught us there and apply it to my nephews. Mm mm-hmm. Um, even one is, one is autistic one is neurotypical and it's, you can still use those tools with both kids. Right. And, you know, and using that in my day-to-day life, like every time Kelly talks is cause she's on the front lines with it every day. Mm-hmm. She knows the up-to-date stuff and, oh, it's, I've been thinking about this thing completely wrong for 10 years. Mm-hmm. And it's like that episode, again, second How I Met Your Mother reference since I've been on the podcast, <laughs> where, you know, the glass shatters when you you hear something and you can never hear it the same way again. That every time I hear Kelly talk, that's what happens to me is it's, oh, I can't believe I never thought of it like that. <laughs> right. <laughs> that makes so much sense. <laughs> why? Why? Really? <laughs> you know, it's it's I have those moments. So. Having Kelly here to talk about behaviors versus communications, having Kelly here to talk about the new tools that are available, like career coaching and, Mm -hmm. uh, you know, the resources that help people get out and live on their own and function uh, that may not have been available when I was in the fifth grade for, you know, for someone who had been through what this kid I was going to school with was going through. Even back then, he had no resources. He had his special ed teacher and his parents.
2: Right.
4: Like, you know, that was
2: Which I will 25, say over cool 25 thing is years they're ago. Which are coming out with more resources. For, right. Yeah. And you know that firsthand. Yeah. When you're literally in a resource, resource room every room. day. Yeah. So it's cool mm-hmm. that you get to adapt to those. And what learn are those some news? of the resources that you see? Well, so I'm more like, hmm. I don't know. There's like tons of like technology, there's tons of different types of things. I don't know. There's kind of a lot just based upon like, the needs of the child. Mm-hmm. So it kind of just depends on what you need. So like in the classroom, I don't know, like there's like different like sensory objects. There's different, just different, tons of different things that you can use. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Dan, if you had
1: advice for someone in Sarah's class, yeah, someone with autism in Sarah's class, what might you tell them?
0: I would tell them like, Hey, look, don't worry about this. Don't worry about that. Just worry about what do you think.
1: Hmm. All That's right. Sweet. Simply put.
0: Yeah.
1: Like, just worry about what you think and maybe don't get wrapped up in what everybody else is
2: saying about this, that, and the other thing.
0: Exactly. Okay. Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah. We have to like discuss their feelings too because they do get wrapped up upon what yeah. their other classmates are saying, which makes it hard.
0: Mm hmm. Right? Pretty,
2: yeah, much, so pretty That's much. very good advice, I
0: like Dan. That's nice yeah.
1: advice. Thank you. Well, anyone else want to say something about Kelly Elton? We we covered a lot of uh, what she said. Well, that was
4: also the first Superpower episode.
1: Oh, yeah. We did our Superpower episode. And we're going to have to keep, we're, we'll keep doing those where sometimes if we go really long on a podcast and we want to split it up into a couple or if... We want to do just a really fun episode with with Danny and a few friends and just talking about superheroes. Maybe we'll do something specific like that. Yeah, I liked I like that. I think we have a lot of that was that was a eureka moment. We were trying to figure out how to how to release that podcast. And and it just clicked. Kyle was like superpower, superpower yeah. episode. And we were like, right. all right, let's do it. And then now the I think we're still exploring what that could really mean for everybody. That could be kind right. of fun. Right. Yeah. Um, and then we let's see, we had Dina Farmer last week. And Dina was fun to talk to. She was our um the she she was she reached out to us on our I think on... Was it on our website or on Instagram? And I'm so glad she did. She was like, this is really cool. Here's what I do. And we were like, all right, this is awesome. Want to be on the show? She was like, oh, yeah, okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and and talking to her was... I, I really enjoyed hearing about like what Six Flags is doing, how they have those descriptions of... Before you ride the ride. Before you ride the ride. Hey, this is what it's, it might feel like. This is These are the senses that you'll be feeling because... Um, as we also talked about on Kelly Elton's episode, um, people, many people with autism either have really heightened senses or like lowered senses and, or sensory needs. And so I thought that that was cool that they, they kind of spoke to that. And, and Dina talked about resource rooms and some hotels are adding like a quiet room in their lobby. So that is an available option and, I was thinking about that uh, so we're we're at an age where a lot of our friends are are getting married and if you're at an, a lot of receptions might be like in a hotel is there a resource room is there a quiet room nearby if it gets too loud you know like stuff like even stuff like that I th- thought was really interesting to consider.
2: yeah, and she talked about isn't there like a program or something that she was saying to like prepare you to like get on the like on an airplane? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, what was that called? I wrote it down. I don't um, remember what it was called, but it like helps people with autism who are struggling to prepare for like a travel. And then it's they...
4: part of the TSA pre-screen
1: process.
2: Well, there was there was that, and was it was that through the? I don't know if
1: we'll have to go back and listen. Yeah, yeah. Um, but but I thought she that mentioned was cool. that, she talked about the the TSA pre-screen, mm-hmm. but then she also said that there is a a program that or for individuals with autism who are maybe going on a plane for the first time and yeah. they can actually walk through it, sit down. Yeah. So you know what and, to expect. Yeah. And that was awesome to, to hear that people are, are doing that to help others get ready for a trip because that's a disruption in routine and yeah. routine is very important. Um, yeah. Dan. What do you think of routine? Do you like routine?
0: Yeah, I do sometimes. Sometimes, yeah. Well, yeah, yeah. When 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 I when I'm because I, I I don't like sitting down at home by myself a lot. Uh huh. So um, when when like like when when I'm on a routine with friends or whoever, mm-hmm. it, it 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 gets me. It gets me to like. It what might be trying to say? It gets me to do more things.
1: Yeah, and you know that reminds me. So we were talking about routine a while remember and your routine for a little while was was sleeping in a little late and and so we added a someone is started coming to the house and adding yeah, a new more, routine, routine, right? yeah. and more structure yeah structure.
0: Exactly.
1: And you've been doing a good job with that getting up around 10-ish.
0: Ten a m-ish yeah yeah
1: um going to the gym adding that to your routine routine's important
0: exactly and
1: so I like that Dina helps families establish a new routine or before they go on a trip so that it's not as much of a right. transition. Well, like even being exactly. in the classroom,
2: like if I switch up like their schedule for the day, like mm-hmm. you notice the behaviors because they're not used to it. Right. And they just want to go by what they're used to. Yeah.
3: I think right. people hate change in general. Yeah. yeah. Like, yeah. So <laughs> many I
1: know. I hate it. Yeah. I, oh, I struggle yeah. with change so do I. sure.
3: Yeah, oh. exactly. Mm-hmm. I mean, just the, re- the discipline that comes with a routine, I think kind of gives you more... Freedom, as weird as that sounds, even because you know what you're going to do, you're going to accomplish these things, and then you're going to have free time to do something else because you've already blocked out time for that. So, I think for everybody, it's good, especially with people who maybe aren't neurotypical, um, because they have, uh, you know, something to focus on, they can predict what's coming, like the Six Flags stuff, you know, even if it's just in a routine of the day, right? And uh, there's no surprises, and they know exactly what's coming. And then I I also kind of think it's like Um, when you set the expectation and then meet it, it's like, you know, checking a box. And once those boxes are all checked, then there's not any room for, um, uh, any like cognitive dissonance or anything like that. You're, you you know, the box got checked and you're, you're able to relax. Yeah. You're content
1: with that. Speaking of the box getting checked, I think, damn, we like lists. We always make lists when we need to do something. And if we have a list in front of us and we actually talked about that. One of the podcasts is we make lists and check things off.
0: Exactly. Yeah, and it
1: just helps us.
0: Exactly. Yeah. so
1: um I think that all the people that we talked to this month helped check off the like some boxes. And they all had tasks that they needed to accomplish. And they did so in their own way, made their own lists and accomplished those tasks and helped us accomplish our tasks by um coming on our show and giving us some New insight yeah. and things that we wanted to talk about and learn exactly, more about. Yeah, yeah, definitely always learning from these interviews, yeah. Mm-hmm. And I, so this is, you know, we just came to the end of Autism Awareness Month in April, and and I don't know, it's just a really eye opening to see the autism, the national autism community kind of come together and reach out and about the podcast to us and just hearing all the different perspectives from people has really been a great way to celebrate autism awareness month and autism acceptance month. It's there's people are are using both of those now. And, um, yeah, I think that we wrapped up a, a fun month. We've learned a lot and now we have a full year ahead of us before our next, our next April or, where we're gonna do this all again and and we're gonna keep doing these podcasts, by the way. Everybody, you're not getting rid of us. Uh I like so, it of here. yeah. Um, but we will be uh we'll have a show released every first Monday of the month. And with that show, still gonna come a uh, some lesson plan ideas and follow us on on Instagram and Facebook, Eyes of Autism. Eyes of Autism podcast, if, yeah. if you can't find us for whatever reason, yeah. but just add the word podcast in the yeah. end. Um, and yeah, just follow our website. Stay yeah. And, and our, yeah. our website has it all, eyes of autism And we're going to be coming up with some. Some more interactive things to get people more involved in the podcast. So stay tuned, everybody. Uh, we've got some really awesome things ideas and really cool things in store for exactly. everyone to listen yeah. to and to interact with. So here we go.
4: hmm
1: Yeah. All right.
2: Yeah. Thanks, Angela, for joining our show. Yeah.
0: Oh, Kyle, yeah. Kyle thanks. for having me. Thanks so awesome. much, Angelo and Kyle.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Kyle, thanks for putting on the microphone. He's smiling.
4: <laughs> uh, I didn't want to turn my microphone on again.
1: <laughs> <laughs> uh but hey, y'all rock. This has been this is fun. Stay it will awesome. continue to be fun. Stay awesome and air fist bumps all around everybody. hmm Boom, boom. Air fist bumps to the audience. Boom, boom, boom.
4: boom.
1: (laughs) All right. Hey, thanks for listening, everybody. It's been, we've been having a good old time with these and we hope you've been enjoying. And if you have any questions, anything you want to talk about, hit us up on eyesofautism.com on our contact page. So now that we are going month to month, expect to hear something from us first Monday of every month. And some of those things that you can expect are things like what we've talked about this month. So we've been bringing on different people on the show for interviews, covering different topics. And we've had shows like tonight where it's just the crew, the team, and we're just talking talking about recapping what we've been discussing. That was word vomit, but you know what I mean? <laughs> And Danny's laughing in the background here. Uh, And something else that you can expect in the future is a roundtable discussion. So what we plan on doing is having different groups of people, whether that be a group of educators, a group of people with autism, a group of siblings, a group of friends of people with autism, a group of parents, a group of employers, really a wide variety of groups. And what we'll do is we will ask those groups similar questions and see how they interpret them. And so we're looking forward to to doing some of those within the next year as well. And stay tuned. We'll talk to you soon. Fist bump. Boom.
4: The Eyes of Autism podcast is brought to you by the Eyes of Autism team. Marissa, Danny, Sarah, and Kyle. Our theme music is Metropolis Daybreak by Cody Martin. Find out more at eyesofautism.com.